1: Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: Hello, and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work as always, I no, not as always. Again, it's a second week running. I'm not here with producer Joel, he's a very busy man, um, and I, I'm busy as well. See, not just Joel's busy, I'm busy as well. Uh, and we haven't had a chance to get together, so I'm doing it on my own again, so I'll keep it brief. And we'll just get cracking because it's a really good podcast this week. I've just listened back to it. And uh, our guest is a lovely man and a very funny comedian. So I really enjoyed listening back because I forgot some of the stuff that we spoke about. Um, So, yes, I'm just sitting in my car. It's raining at a hotel car park. I'm in Liverpool this weekend. Uh, Speaking of being on the road, I uh, am very excited to announce that I am doing my first ever UK tour in the autumn um and we've got a load of dates uh announced already i'm going to be in uh i'll, I'll say in quick fire really fast barton upon humber chorley bristol brighton oxford burnham maidstone cambridge birmingham uh i say it like that guildford london derby leicester carlisle and liverpool and there will be some more added so if you'd like to come tickets are now available at marksimmons.co.uk and uh, on the bio of uh, all my social media so go check that out i'd love to see you all there um i think we should just get cracking we've got andy askins this week and if you don't know andy askins you should go check him out live or uh, I think he's got some good stuff on YouTube as well, and then listen to no, listen to the podcast. I don't know, whatever order you all are doing. He's great, and you're going to find that out any second now. So you were just saying um, you're going for your notes.
2: Yeah, so I'm a bit late to the races with this, Mark. So I, I, I read your um, read your your your. your... Message about like it being things that don't work. I sort of get it. So, um from uh, I've been looking through. I've got. Uh, I'm so disjointed, mate. Uh, okay. Evernote is what I use for for most of my jokes, and I try to categorise them and stuff. And what I find is my biggest problem is I I'm quite productive. People perhaps think I'm not productive, but it's all day every day. My problem is I never revisit anything so i've got hundreds of notebooks of jokes and thousands of jokes um that i've never even looked at and and (laughs) because i just dismiss them i write them
0: do you think they're they're not good enough or is it the whole process of well i've got to find a new material night i've got to do this got to do that
2: yeah i think it was probably that i i i I had quite a strange introduction to comedy so I went quite quickly from doing open mics to doing uh, really good gigs like on professional bills. So it didn't seem quick at the time, but when I look back at it, it went from uh, open mic, open mic, nothing, nothing, nothing for a few years to just like, oh, great, we've got him on. We could maybe have him closing as well. So within a a couple of years, really. And um, so I always had this thing where I, I felt the need to write stuff but living on the Isle of Wight, there was no open mic circuit, so I could only ever try out gags at proper gigs, and yeah, I went to closing quite quickly. And you're just thinking, I can't mess this up, <laughs> yeah. you know. So yeah. it was it was a horrible trap to be in, really.
0: This is this is why I really want to get back to London now, yeah. because I I have that same mentality as you, because some acts are quite will just go for it, won't they? In their yeah, like not. But I always think like. They're paying me. Everyone's paid all this money yeah. to come and see it. I need to give them the best possible show they can have tonight. Yeah. So I don't want to risk it. And in Kent, there's not many new material gigs. A bit like the Isle of Wight, I guess, really. Yeah. And, you know, it's quite expensive to go on the train into London just for, yeah. for a, a new material gig. So, yeah, I really want to get back in there and sort of gig every night doing yeah. those.
2: But you're here, there, and everywhere all the time. I said. I I mean, with you doing, because you're very prolific as well. I mean, I've worked with you um, several times. All great stuff. And and um, and that that's the thing I I like about. I've always been a fan of jokes. Jokey Mm. joke jokes. Yeah. As Paul, not Paul Stade, um, my favorite comedian, a mixture of Paul Thorne and Tom Stade, I suppose. (laughs) Um. But well, I've always been a fan of, of, of just clever jokes I, so mm. I, I'm a big fan of sort of like yours Gary Delaney's uh, and and. Um,
0: but you've got lots of that sort of stuff in your act
2: as well haven't you? Yeah I mean to be honest when I'm reading through this uh, lots of them are sort of like one-liners so on, um, the one time I did Edinburgh I, I had a PR, PR and all that and she yeah. I've never sort of like looked at myself uh, or analysed anything I do I just think if people are laughing, it's working. That's good. It's, I don't need yeah. to know why it's working. I just need to know it's working, and that probably gives me some some laughs. Some places other people might get them, oh, um, wow. may not get them. But um, it, and, they, and is,
0: is that always consistent? Those ones for, that you can't really explain.
2: Yeah, yeah. So there, there's hmm. um, uh, a, a few little bits I've done over the years where people go, oh, "That's really funny," but it, uh, <laughs> uh, or, or people would say. Uh, you're very difficult to nick from because if you look at what you're actually seeing on paper it's just bollocks there's nothing there there's nothing (laughs) funny about it
0: so is that a lot of the character stuff and how you present yourself on stage do you think
2: yeah i think think that's it yeah i used to do a thing about um which which was about nothing it was lit i was talking about maplins and um, and how how amazing it was having a maplins on the Isle of Wight and how I would just and I would just list everything in Maplins. And then I'd keep on doing callbacks to it and stuff to the set, just remembering stuff you could buy. And I'd be it's sort of like five or ten minutes after I'd start talking about Maplins, I'd be halfway through a joke and I'd just stop and I'd just go. Um remote controlled helicopters. <laughs> And get them as well. And good on one. There's no, you know, you, you you wouldn't really just sit down and write that. I suppose some people. Would, but it just so did came you out when, when you came
0: it. up with when you came out that you were just like yeah, it was just on your mind at the time or did you think?
2: I just started. Fun. I just started talking about it and went with it, and then it seemed <laughs> to me that the more I was talking about it, the more ridiculous it was, and the, and the funnier people find it. It's like, it's like what's this bullshit? we paid money to it, was the real laughing and then I found people were coming up and saying, Love it, especially comedians were going, Oh, I really like the maplins. But I think it's more for comedians and but it gives yeah. you uh it's a bit of food for your soul, isn't it? When it when uh another comedian comes up and say they like a bit, that really means a lot. Mm. It's a big deal if a comedian likes something, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I've yeah. always found as well, um, like I'm looking through this stuff. And uh, I'm thinking, oh, actually, that would work. And and and, and if I, I revisited it, but I'm look. I'm also looking at it and thinking they're they're all sort of one-liners. And how would I get it into my set? What would I take out? Um,
0: Are these you know. from when you were writing for your hour, or is this just throughout? This is just, just recent.
2: I mean, the the hour thing. I didn't have a clue. I know nothing about structure. I'm not one of those kids that went to school or, you know, know, finished school at about 14. My education ended when I was about 10, to be honest with you. So I know very little about anything. I can spell, I'm articulate and stuff when I want to be. And I'm Mm. not, uh, I'm certainly not stupid. But um, yeah, I've just written all these things down. And and what's good about it is... um, uh, I, I must have started Evernote uh, when it actually first came out but I've got gags and when I look at some of these gags they're tagged with the date when I actually wrote them and, and the number of things that I've I've written and uh, that have become like quite good routines for other people and I think you should, if you have an idea use it because somebody else is going to use it Do you know oh, what I mean?
0: so so other people just eventually found the same idea yeah the same you.
2: premise or whatever and, and oh. i well, someone's got it.
0: access to your Evernote mate
2: yeah nah and it's not about that, but there's only so much you can write about. So many ja- uh, jokes and yeah, formulas, yeah. isn't there? But um, oh wow, that's interesting. Is, and what's funny as well is that there's a thing I've just I've just started to get going actually, um, and it's a true story. It's about uh, me looking like a bit shady, and uh, so it's it's, it's it's about me me basically people assuming I'm some kind of fucking like sorry for the language some kind of paedophile groomer type. And I've no idea why. Is that what this is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Am I grooming you? Yes. I think you might be. Um, I need to do a better job, mate. Um, (laughs) um, I just got up, mate. I just got up. So, um, yeah. So it's about perverts and stuff. And I've I've literally just put it in the set. It's sort of like during lockdown or whatever. And Mm. uh, I'm looking on Evernote. And I came across it by accident. And I actually started writing it in 2010 whoa 11 years ago and there's a couple of gags that i've written in there um because i've always meant to put it find a way of making it work but there's gags in there that that aren't in in now that i could use yeah so it's quite funny so
0: so is that just been in the back of your mind for all those years
2: i'm always thinking about uh, trying to uh, there there was a story i did for years and years it's a true story Right. And I couldn't find a way of getting it to work. And I remember when I first started doing comedy, so I think it might have been my first full weekend for the store. And it was a really good bill. It was uh, Sean Collins, Michael McIntyre. Um, and it, it, they were always having this banter kind of thing. But I had this uh, story about um, when I was at college, I was playing badminton with a girl. It was just me and the girl. It was after after school and I got an erection. It was just... <laughs> <laughs> he was just horrendous. And I said, to, and I, I remember seeing Sean Collins, uh, who'd just come over at the time, and said, I've, I've got this idea. I need to, to try and get it to work. And uh, I couldn't find a way of making it work. And he came up with this really extravagant thing, which was fantastic. It was about um, the situation developing. Uh, um, she hit a shuttlecock towards my genitals and my erect penis returned the shuttle and I discovered (laughs) I didn't need a racket anymore and um, it got to the stage where I would turn up on court so proficient with using my penis uh, that I'd turn up against the opponent with no shorts on and he just looked at me and I'd go just so." (laughs) <laughs> and uh, that was brilliant but I could never get that to work and uh, but I, I did it for years. Do you do think because it's because
0: it, it's so outlandish so
2: surreal,
0: yeah because yeah, does that match because your other stuff isn't quite as
2: nah n- not that's, at all. I think
0: that's what it is because it's, it's really funny really yeah. funny but yeah it, it, they just won't buy it I would have thought well, as soon as they know it's not a true story yeah and what's, and what's annoying for you is it is it, it started
2: in truth yeah so, so the way I got it to work eventually, and I, I used it, and I, I still use it now and again. I don't know if I, I've stopped doing that about two years ago. The way I got it to work in the end was, um, I, I came at it from a different angle. So I said, um, the, the, "This isn't the most vulnerable I've ever been. The most vulnerable I ever felt was the first time a girl stared at me with a penis, and uh, we were playing badminton. And then that's that's the laugh, and then I can tell the story. Yeah. And that's the way in, but yeah." yeah, yeah. But I remember doing something <laughs> similar with um, Frankie Boyle um, just before he became famous. Uh, I was telling him about some of these routines I was trying to get to work. And one of them uh, was about getting into heaven and who to stand with. You know, we, we, are you going to stand with your kids? Are you going to stand with your parents? Are you going to stand with your friends? Uh, because your friends might be stupid with people you don't like. It was all that kind of thing. And... Mm. Uh, I couldn't really get it to work, and then Frankie Boyle uh, came up with some lovely little lines. It was about um, Saint Peter on the gates, only letting fishermen in, and that kind of thing. Um, and it, it was really good, but it wouldn't work for me. And then I, I saw uh, somebody do a, a whole show practically about the same thing, brilliantly, isn't it? But mm. that, that's why I think. Do you think because like
0: what we were saying earlier about you? no one be able to nick from you because you're so individual in how you do everything. Do you think that's why it's difficult for other people to be able to come up with an idea for you to work?
2: Yeah, I mean, lots of people have, have said, oh, you want to try this, you want to try that. And I just can't see it in the mind's eye. I just mm-hmm. can't see me performing that line or in that way. And there's other things I'll I'll, I'll say because um, Julie and my kids, they're, they're really good. Um, for Um to put up with me like every five minutes going is this funny is this funny,
0: is this funny? <laughs> oh you um, like that yeah That's yeah
2: cool. all the time the poor I've bass. had
0: girlfriends that get really sick of that after a while
2: yeah I remember when I, f- <laughs> I had to stop when I first started I'd have the, the notepad by the side of my bed I'd write gibberish down in the middle of the night in the dark not read it the next day but I'd wake Julie up in the middle of the night and go Julie <laughs> 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 and I, I, I don't do that anymore but um, I was that it's Just working all
0: the time on it, but um, mm. yeah, I um. Do you find it difficult to switch your brain off? Because I find that quite hard. Because when I'm right, because there's no, it's not like a day's work. There's no end day of you're always what needing to come up with new stuff. So yeah, I find it really hard to completely switch it off. Yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely. There's not a minute of the day when I'm not um, especially in the house. I mean, I love making. During the kids laugh, so Mm. all day, every day, from the minute they get up, before they've even woken up, when they when they're going to bed, during meals, it's just all the time. They must be exhausted, but unfortunately, (laughs) I can't uh, shock them anymore. I used to be able to shock them, right? And uh, my son now he says, "Dad, you could. There's nothing you could do that would ever make me ashamed. You've done it. it all." <laughs> You've done it all. <laughs> um, That's great. It, yeah. So, but well, I, I remember, uh I mean, obviously, there are things that haven't worked that you get on stage and you mm. try them out that once in your set, and you, and you think, right, I've got to try this out. And you, you do it, and your heart's in your mouth from the second mm. word. You think, this isn't going to work. This isn't going to work. And then you say, <laughs> it doesn't work. So, it's like a self fulfilling prophecy. But there yeah. was one joke I really, really liked. And I was desperate to get at work. And the joke was, um, it's quite subtle, it's quite niche. So uh, I don't know if we've got any cabaret singers in this evening. Um, but if we have, I'd like to do a joke for you now. And it goes, something like this. So it's quite niche. Um, and nobody ever got And I did it once. Um, I did it once on stage. And it was, I'd been going really well. The set was going well. And it was just like. Deathly quiet and then I, I j- just could hear Ian Stone from behind uh, the <laughs> curtain pissing himself. And I don't know if it was because he liked the joke or there's definitely Or the or silence. The silence. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh,
0: that's great. But, the trouble but, with that is because I've got some jokes where depending on the audience, where it's You you leave to the end the end of a joke. It sounds like you're about to move on to another bit, and then they have to think about why that was the end of the joke. And some audiences aren't switched on enough, and they're going, "Why why is he not carrying on the sentence?" Yeah, that's that's what a lot of them will be thinking. With you is like, "Why is he not telling us the joke he was preparing us for?" Yeah, I think it depends on your on the style, and if you've done anything like that beforehand. Yeah, because if 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 it comes out the blue, then yeah, they need to be in the
2: rhythm. Yeah,
0: yeah, need to be switched it, on for it.
2: I, I had this joke as well because it, it is funny, isn't it? The idea of um men fantasizing, like watching movies and being like, oh, that's what I to. I'd kick yeah. guys' <laughs> ass, I wouldn't put up with that. Of course, it's not, it's nonsense, <laughs> but um, I had this thing about um Elvis being a big fan of Elvis and uh, loved it, all these movies, and that was in a bar and it, it kicked off with a load of bikers and um. And I stood up and I thought, right, what would Elvis do? So I left the building. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great joke. But um, oh, no, I've never seen you do that one. No, I've never. I think I've done it a couple of times. But it, it, that might be one of those ones that doesn't work. Um, I suppose. Really? Yeah.
0: I wonder why? Do you think that's because he's more associated with the leave the building? And because I've never seen an Elvis film yeah. where a fight or anything kicked off. So yeah. For me.
2: He did all that thing on stage with all the karate and all that sort of like with his hands. Yeah, so he was a black stage, bat, he? wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, he was into all that uh, stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, and I suppose um, you, you, I'm, I know you're meant to have different gags. It's like not, They're all not meant to be killers. I mean, it, mm. you need to let the audience sort of like... It's interesting
0: um, because I relax. did um, when I was supporting Sean Walsh on tour... Yeah. I, I was seeing him every night and he just gets it up to that level and it's just bang, bang, yeah. bang. And he, and it Still doesn't too. let up. Yeah. So it was good for me because it, I w- was trying to be like that. That was my aim. Yeah. Get that laugh, that laugh, laugh, laugh. And it, as in a comic, I really yeah. improved because I was striving yeah. for that. Yeah. And then, and, and then I, but it, it would, obviously it's just my style. I'd, I'd then, I think I watched a Milton Jones DVD or set and I was like, Oh no, he does, He gets little gag, little gag, little gag, big gag, little gag. Yeah. Little g- Do you know what I mean? There's a real structure to, to a one-liner set like that, and I really learned that not that you just can't not every comedy is a, you know because if if with a one-liners if you go big, 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 eventually those bigs don't seem so big anymore. Yeah, and then it's sort of di- diminishing returns. Whereas if you're sort of you peaks and troughs, build yeah. up to the big one and up and down. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. But with someone like Sean, it just it's just that yeah. wave of
2: laughter well yeah i try try and have a rhythm to it but um i'm i I quite like having the gaps and quite often it might be just a pause or whatever just just to um yeah just to give it that the the dynamics of the thing but i i I heard something a few years ago which was quite interesting and it was one of the big acts like uh, bill burr or or somebody like that Mm. and apparently they were saying um in a set, you need to have those bits where the audience can rel- relax. They need to be able to come down and and, and have that mm. stuff, yeah. But um, it's also a great ex- excuse for putting in some shit jokes, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. But, he's, but, but he's, I also... it. he said he had to have... He, don't throw away all the shit jokes because you you need bits to go in between the big laughs. That that was yeah. the kind of thing, yeah.
0: Because I also think that when you have a joke that doesn't hit as hard but you're still hold the pause, you look confident, even though it didn't yeah. hit as hard, you you come across even more confident then, I think, that you're in yeah. control of that room. Like, like if you, but hold it, like sometimes the joke doesn't hit that well, and I hold the pause longer than I normally yeah. would, and I feel that that helps, like the audience feel comfortable that I know yeah. what I'm doing, whereas that, it's that thing where you naturally want to quicken to the next it. one to the next one I remember I died on my ass in a, a, a competition final once because the first couple of jokes just didn't hit and I think it was like maybe something that happened before there's a it would have been a good reason why the first jokes didn't land but I just was straight on to the next one straight on to the next one and it's just got worse and worse and worse yeah whereas after that I just learned that just take your time
2: that's it it's just experience isn't it because um mm. I think if the 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 is orders- it's, it's like you said exactly it's uh making them feel comfortable and if you're of this sort of like um attitude or you give off the sort of like um vibe it's like it's all right not to laugh at that mm. it's a journey stay yeah. with me we'll get yeah. back on track <laughs> exactly. Know, so...
0: exactly calming yeah 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 so what, but, what other notes have you got down
2: so uh, yeah so um Oh, that's quite interesting as well, because um, you do get jokes that like sort of cross over. And I remember, um, I mean, I'm, I, I'm not like crazy precious about uh, stuff being nicked or whatever. But I, I remember a big lesson for me was when I first started, there was a, a bit I did for for quite a long time. And uh, it, I really loved this bit. I was so pleased. And when I first started, I thought maybe he's, um I could do, when I was first trying to become a comic, something about nursery rhymes. It's been done over and over and over again. But the one I came mm. up with was a little thing. It was like, um, with the guitar, it was like, oh, MacDonald had dyslexia. O-E-I-O-E, <laughs> Funny. I was so pleased. I thought, why haven't you, that, that's great. And- um, That's great. Yeah, it's it great. Worked brilliantly all the time. And mm. I, I was doing it. And then I was out doing a gig, actually, and Julie, she said, you're not going to believe this. She said, uh, uh, I, I've just seen Billy. Uh, I've just seen your joke on the telly. I went, Which no. one? She went, oh, the, oh McDonald's. Segment. Oh, no, no. She went, yeah, it was Billy Connolly went, no, not Billy. She went, yeah, like <laughs> 1970. <laughs> Billy Connolly
0: has got into a time machine, nicked yeah. your joke, and gone, gone back and
2: done yeah. it. So there's a lesson there, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not the sort of person that would ever like try and no. be anywhere else. But yeah, so you you. Will so do have you reckon you had
0: it, seen that before, and then it's just was in your brain, or do you think it, it was, could have been? But then, I, th- I'm, were I'm, you a fan of his?
2: Yeah, I was when I was a little lad. But I, I wasn't really wanting to be a performer or anything. I mean, I couldn't remember a lot of his stuff. Mm. Um, but to and, me, it is a. I don't think actually I remembered him doing that, and 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 just did it I, because I remember at the time having all the nursery rhymes out, like Little Boy right, Blue, yes, everything, and 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 you've seen uh, the
0: letters, yeah, that's it, yeah, it was there, yeah,
2: and dyslexia is all something that sort of like interests me, so yeah, um, so I don't think it was that. What what else? Um, yeah, and there's a song I've been doing for about the last two and a half years, um. Mm. And I looked at this, and I, I, I think I wrote it in 2010. So it's been 11 years, and I never had confidence in it. And then, right. I, and then I just, I, and then I was uh, having a laugh with my son um, a couple of years ago, and I said, uh, I was doing a gig, and it was because uh, it's a sick, bloody um, song. So it's it's dark. It's uh, but right. it's, it's funny. And I had a gig and I thought, I might... do you
0: find dark stuff works better with you because you're so you don't look like you would do dark material? It probably
2: does, but that's not deliberate. Um, I've just got a really dark sense of humor, I've always had yeah. a dark sense of humor, and um, I think, yeah, I had all that like shitty childhood and stuff, so I think it comes from that, but it works really well. I've discovered. Um, with people in the emergency services and and the armed forces because they've all got really dark because they've been taken to very dark places and that's how yes. they cope with it. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. Um, so I really work well in those environments. Um, but yeah, so... Well, yeah, so I, I was telling Hayden about this. He said, Dad, you should do that. He said, it's really funny. I said, it's a bit sick. He said, but just do it. And I've been doing it now for about the last 18 months and I've now been able to get it to work in in pretty much every gig i do just by the way i introduce it even though it's so dark
0: so is that what was missing before when you tried it and weren't confident in it was the way to get into the song
2: yeah i mean i just thought it was funny but i just i was thinking only you would find this funny you know Mm. you should uh should people know that you, you you've been able to think of something so dark and so should, do you really want people to know that you could think things like that <laughs> right. it's like that's like a guilt and, yeah. Um, but yeah it's it's funny and it, it, it really works and I, even though I, I, I do do it sometimes I think it was I might have upset a couple of people in the audience there you know
0: is that so you have you had heckles
2: about that song no it's all been good I, I, I did did the songs, But it's about necrophilia. It's, you know, it's it's not the most. Yeah, <laughs> but you get messages from people going, "Oh my god, I I um I, I I laughed so hard." And it's one of those things where it's funny, but you don't want people, other people, to see. You, so you'll see a lot of people <laughs> in the audience. <laughs> and yeah. <they>
0: <laughs> yeah, best in the dark room.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. As is necrophilia. Yeah, exactly. Well, you got to know what you're doing, mate. <laughs> Don't think that out, mate. <laughs> it's very interesting about this. So I'm so glad that you asked me to do this because even though last minute, I've got a, I've got a big thing of notebooks, a big there, there oh, and yeah. I just thought I'll just look on Evernote, and I'm looking yeah. at it and I think I could do some of this shit. Why haven't I? <laughs> I mean, it still like needs what? work, but like you said, as you get now I've got more experience and um, I, I should yeah. uh, look through some of the stuff. And... Yeah. What, tell us another couple of ones that you've got down there. I'm not going to, mate. I think it's, there's, there's some genuine gold here for me. Oh, really? Yeah, well, I'm not... It's, uh, Brilliant. Uh, there's, there's some things I could really use, yeah.
1: Um see.
2: And then that's a sick joke. And I, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's there's there's, a, there's another put down. Now I've only ever used this put down once, and it nearly got me filled in. Uh, <laughs> it, was, um, it was to a big military audience, right. and uh, somebody was heckling me. I mean, they're notorious for heckling some some of those shows, and somebody was giving me shit. <laughs> and I went, um, "Mate, uh, mate, I've got." I'm just like you, I've got something in common. Somebody's been shagging my missus <laughs> while I'm away. And um, Oh, God. Unfortunately, uh, rather than all the... Because what normally happens with like that, the group will laugh at that yes. one individual. Yeah. But, of course, they were all in that situation. Anxious. They're all anxious about that possibility. So I, the whole audience sort of just, like, really tensed up. <laughs> I thought, that was a bad shout, that. I was like, holy
0: crap! So, was that written specifically for the military because you knew they had that that lifestyle of?
2: Yeah. So, there's some things you would say in that environment that you wouldn't say to to uh, anybody else. But like, and there's a yeah. uh, there's a lot of uh, these are a couple of put downs that I've written that I've never never used, and they're just silly. Like, mm. I don't think that would even uh, work. And it's like, I tell you what, I tell you what would suit you, mate. Self harming, just. <laughs> You know it's just crap, and um, I'll fight you. Yeah, if you want to meet, f- if if you want to have a fight, I'll meet you in the car park. I'll be the one wearing the headlights. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. That's really surreal.
1: Andy
0: Scales. Hashtag woogat, Andy Askins. Uh, did not realise there's a woman that's right next to the car. She thinks I'm a bit mad now, I think. Um, I don't even know if you can hear that. I'm whispering now. I don't... I don't. No, she's gone. She's in her car now. Uh, that was Andy Askins. Great episode. Um, if you want more from Andy Askins or you'd just like to support the podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash jokes with Mark um, and uh, you can, there's loads of content on there go check it all out um, and if you'd like to leave a 5 star review at Apple Podcast or at um, Spotify because Spotify do it now as well you can do that uh, we, 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 Joel and I would bloody love that uh, Joel anything more from you? nothing more from me Joel hashtag Awooga everybody